Jay-Z. What's up, niggas? And yo, I know you ain't talking about me, dog. You? What? Fuck Jay-Z. You been on my dick, nigga. You love uh, my style, uh, nigga. Fuck uh, Jay-Z. Uh, fuck with your soul like ether. Will. Teach you the king, you know you. Nah. Godson across the belly. Lose. I prove you lost already. Brace uh. yourself for the main event. Y'all impatiently waiting. It's like an AIDS test. What's the results? Welcome back to the Why So Serious Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. Uh, Mike, Stephanie, and Charmaine are back. And we are here oh, for another retro review. And we are here to ether some old X-Men movies. We put in work on this episode, y'all. So, with the last and final Fox X-Men movie being released tomorrow, Dark Phoenix, (laughs) we decided to go back and watch some of the other terrible X-Men movies. And initially, I wanted to do this so I could laugh at these movies and celebrate the ending of... Fox 20 year run of ruining my favorite comic book. And then, but it <laughs> oh made me God. extremely mad uh, every time I was watching those movies. And I was yelling at the screen and I was so frustrated. And I, because I'm a terrible person, I got my friends to watch those terrible movies too. <laughs> so we will start with the youngest person on the panel who actually thought these movies were good because he was a kid watching them. Uh, oh, I guess that's fair. So, Mike, as a grown person now, what do you think about these? By the way, we're reviewing X-Men, X3, Last Stand, X-Men, Days of Futures Past, and X-Men Apocalypse. Mike, what do you think about these films? Okay, first of all, I actually watched X2, too. I thought we were doing all of them. I I didn't mind X2, um, but the other ones all suck, except for Days of Future Past. I always maintain that was not that bad. Horrible. I don't really know what your problem. I'm actually curious to know why you hate it so much. Oh, I have notes. I got notes too, but have oh, you ever r- familiarized yourself with the X Men animated series that came out in the late? Oh yeah, oh. I may not have been around for that, but I know that it was legendary, and I've seen oh, enough of it to know Lord. that it was legendary. But have you seen the Days of P- Future Past episodes? I uh, probably. I mean, if I did, it would, I, I don't know. But right, okay, right. how about how about this? I, I know, have you I know ever read a comic book in your it. life? Oh my god. <laughs> Oh Have you ever yes, read a comic book yes, in your life? Michael, you tell him. Tell him about the comics you read. I was literally reading comic books when I got the call. So you read a comic book in your life. We can confirm that, correct? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say they're good. I, I said I only like two of them. Out of the, like, how many are there? Yeah. That's not a good ratio statistically. There's are we including the Wolverine movies, too? Uh, I mean, I didn't watch uh, it for this. But I mean, they're I've not good either. But we don't no, in the X Men universe. Are we including? Does that they're, include the Wolverine movies? Yes. Because I have thoughts. Technically. Because yeah. I have lots of thoughts. Well, so, I remember if you listen to our most recent episode, which we just recorded the other day, we were one of the points of conversation. We, we talked about the X Men a lot, and there was someone. I think it was Brennan. Was like, we never. No one ever addressed the fact that. Xavier. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Maybe we'll do the same thing we did on that episode right here. I see. I I know I'm going to get off topic, but I'm going to try to go in some sort of order from X3 to Days of Future Past to Apocalypse. But we'll see how that works. Um, Stephanie, uh, how about you? You're not an X Men fanatic like I am, but what did you think of these films? So I am one of the people who love the X Men show, and that was literally. When I was a kid, that was my foray into comics because I liked the show, but I wasn't like a real big comic book reader, except 
you know, spoiler alert for Archie comics. That was like my comics. That's all I ever wrote. My mom ever read those. See, they're so wow. You know what, Michael? Fuck you. you know? <laughs> she did. She went through all the emotions. It was like, oh. I actually <laughs> regretted saying that as soon as it came out it's of my like, mouth. Yeah. Fuck you. Know what? Anyway. Um, he had you back earlier today. You lost her for the rest of the I episode. like, you know what? I can't wait for Brandon to roast you now. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I was a huge fan <laughs> of the X-Men show. So when they said they were making an X-Men movies, I was like, ooh. And then I watched them. Mm-hmm. Hey, Stephanie. <sighs> Do you know what happens to a frog when it gets hit by lightning? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I remember God. that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my God! You know what happens? The same thing as everything else. <laughs> like I'm confused. I am lost. Why would you bring that up? Like, do you know what happened to a frog when it gets hit by lightning? Every like everything else, it dies. Like, what are we doing, girl? Who wrote this? Just a waste of Halle Berry. Just a waste. Literally, the best part about these X-Men movies is the emergence of... Why am I blanking on this man's name? Hugh Jackman. Thank you. The emergence of Hugh Jackman. He's literally the best part. We'll get to him, too. I know Brandon. I feel like Brandon has some serious anti-Hugh nope, Jackman. No, got thoughts. Who to but like? I also agree that I enjoy Hugh Jackman as... Wolverine. I know he's not the right build. Yeah, but is that shit, from a like, thirst perspective or like? No, not a thirst perspective. Mike, oh, I don't find Haku, I don't find Hako Jean's attractive. You don't find who attractive? Hako Jean. It means white in Japanese. <laughs> she don't like them. She don't like them white men. Okay. I don't like the pale faces. You don't. <laughs> I don't know what okay. that was, but what I was thinking a hot second. Nothing. All that right, Charmaine. So what about you? Yes. Besides. The Hugh Jackman. What do you think about these films overall? Well, I I will say I definitely note how bad some of them are and the corniness of all of them. But when the first X-Men came out, uh, and I was a teenager for it, I was excited because I was excited to be able to go have an excuse to go to a comic book movie. Like, everybody was going to see it, and I didn't have to come out as a nerd and shit. Um, I, w- I enjoyed, I remember enjoying it then. I've mm-hmm. since watched it. There's still elements to that story that I like, though, but, you know, there was corniness and all that kind of shit. Like. Uh, but all of these movies, like, I remember actually feeling so good about watching them back when they came on because it was such a desert of comic book movies. Correct. And so I was willing to put up with the bad until Wolverine Origins came around. and. Oh. Oh, no, I'm not. So I'll even admit, like, even Last Stand, Yikes. I was I was trying to like it really hard. I was trying to like it really. I was one of those people that was trying to prove that comic book movies were worth a damn by just caping for it, even though I had issues with it. <laughs> oh my god! I don't have that problem anymore because now we have good comic book movies. So now I can come out the closet and be like, they're trash. But you let know. me let me guys translate what Charmaine was trying to say to you. So what Charmaine was basically saying was her experience with X-Men movies was like when John Wick was in the desert and Holly Berry swallowed the water and spit it back into the bottle. So, 
And can we give you an honorable mention water. to somebody else in the X Men series? Who? Drink that water. Um, can we also talk about the fact that I? This is only from a third's perspective. The emergence of Michael Fassbender and his big oh, dick. Well, yeah, he's great. I mean, okay, for Americans though, right? Because he's been in some shit before. Yeah. But yeah, we didn't get to see his dick in X Men though. Um, I saw his dick somewhere else. Shame. I still ain't yes. saw Yes, it was like it's literally the first fifteen minutes of the movie. I was like, oh, well, goddamn. It's the only part of the movie. Yeah. I was like, okay. It's like, oh, all right. All right. Had a so, big dick. I was like, let's check this out. I've watched the first fifteen see. minutes. It's of like, and seen the rest hmm. of it. I like. It's like, oh, his dick is out in the movie. I like it's, to see it. It's a substantial white man penis. It is. I was impressed. I was like, oh, okay. Well, good for Michael Fassbender being bold about that. He's got a couple things going for him. I'm happy for any dude who shows his penis on TV for reparations. <laughs> reparations, lady reparations. Yep. Yeah, there's there's not a lot of penis on TV. That's true. Yeah, whip y'all dicks out. Whip them out. Put the wangers on the glass. See, you got something. You saw one on. Uh, you got what? One oh my mom. gosh, this is what I need in my life. I haven't had this. <laughs> Put the wangers on the glass. Mike goes quiet when he doesn't know what to say. <laughs> like old ladies are talking about penises. I don't know what to do. Old ladies that read Archie comics. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to get myself into trouble if I speak certain, certain times in this episode. Um, Michael, you better not be putting your wanger on the glass for these young ladies out here. Yes, don't be snot like that. Devin. Yes, you should. Mike, actually, Wait, Devin and I told Mike about Instagram models last episode. He didn't know Uh-oh. about them. Models, you better follow phone. all of them. Follow all of them, especially ones Mike, with the big fat asses. As much as possible with consent until you lock it down. Yep. Did you say I should send pictures of my PP to people? No. no I said, pee-pee. Listen, I said, no. get your dick wet as many times as possible with consent, only with consent, until you get locked down. Yeah, because we, we're advice. not telling you to like. I mean, not to let my parents listen to this episode. Nope, nope. They need to listen. You are a grown man. <laughs> All right, so we're going to kick off this review with X3, and I'm going to kick it off with this because this is representative of that film. Okay. He's going for the boy! Not if I get there first! This is a scene Wolverine's fighting a guy who grows his arms back. So I'm going to cut it off, but no, I'm not done. Why? Why is the only person's arms joking? Wolverine can slice off is the person who can grow their arms back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God damn. But Come I'll, on! I didn't say anything. I'm going to keep going. <laughs> Grow those back. Break one liner. Don't you know who I am? I'm the juggernaut, bitch! And there you have it. Can I just tell you, he was one of my favorite villains in the show. And this was just... uh. Yeah, the Juggernaut's great. Except they made this dude 
uh, internet meme. Uh, so yeah, so X Men Last Stand mm-hmm. was the third, the third film in the original trilogy of films. Came out two thousand and six, and it was basically about the Phoenix Force coming from within Jean to take over her body, and they had to stop her. Um, so we all probably seen this film when it first came out. Now mm-hmm. seeing it again, it was trash then. It was trash now. But um, <laughs> Stephanie, what'd you also, think about like this? her whole deal changed? Like she. <sighs> Can't, you know, I, I really would have liked if they had stuck to the alien thing that they did in the oh, show. Oh, you mean like the Phoenix Force being an alien cosmic being that took over her body? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay. I, it was like, I don't know. It, it, I don't know. It just made more sense. This mm-hmm. was like, she's always been that way. I'm like, what the hell are y'all talking about? I'm like, where is this coming from? What white nonsense is this? Wait until they try to explain how she was the Phoenix in Apocalypse oh, and lost it. Uh, 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 they're gonna just ignore the that. I guarantee you, they just totally ignore that. Or how about you guys listen to the fact that all of these fucking movies are supposed to be in the same timeline? I so, thought they changed the, uh, the no. timeline. So months. her getting no, no, no. So the timeline got changed after. Okay, we'll get to that in Days of Future Past, but yes. Um. Apocalypse and Days of, Day, Dark Phoenix are supposed to be in the same timeline as X3. Oh my god. So they would have already seen the Phoenix Force. But you know. What? No, but X3 takes place in the 2000s. 2006. And this one takes place in the 80s. No, Dark Apocalypse Phoenix takes place, place in the 80s. Yes. So they would have already seen the Phoenix Force. They're supposed what? to be. Right, 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 right. They're supposed yeah, to be I'm in the done. same timeline. So I'm the. Per, yep, uh, I'm Michael Fassbender is supposed to be Ian McCullen. They're the same person, just the it's younger so version. Crazy too, because first X Men pops up in the '90s, and yet Ian McKellen and Charles Xavier are as oh, old as fuck, oh, you mean, but they're still young as shit. When uh, you know, whatever. Oh, you mean? Um, so you mean just like how? Um, First class took place in 1963, and Dark Phoenix <laughs> takes place in 1993, and James McAvoy and Michael Fassbender look five years older, seven years older, <laughs> and it's been 30 years. Wow. You know what? You know, I'm tired. I mean, of- X-Men White don't crack. It's mm. the lesson. It's because he has a big dick. That's what it is. It's the big dick keeps him young. It's pulling all of the loose skin. It really is. It's tightening all that loose skin up. Yeah. He needs to, uh, you know, he needs to fast forward to 2019 so he can start sending big dick pics. Don't <laughs> <laughs> <Yes. laughs> be trashed. We are going to be trash on this episode. So, how about, let's just start with the beginning. I'm going to go through this quickly. So, I have some notes, and you guys can jump in too, but I have some notes. <laughs> Most of them are shit. So, how can young Gene control all the cars in their neighborhood with no training? No training. No training nope. at all. I don't need stuff to make sense. Blow yeah. shit up. The Can't... best part of that scene, though, was those slick ass shoes that uh, Charles Xavier was rocking. Now, Patrick, Sir Patrick Stewart is pretty damn cool. I mean, I, I, you know, he is. Agreed. Um. We have seen, let me count this, uh, X, X1, X2, X3, 
X-Men Wolverine's Origins, the second X-Men Wolverine, the first class, Days of Future Pass, and Apocalypse. And we have gotten Logan. absolutely um, zero X-Men costumes. No, 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 no. I take that back. We got three seconds of X-Men costumes at the end of Apocalypse. Yeah. And so, and the, they're good. Well, there's the reference to it in the first X-Men where he says, what do you expect, blue and yellow tights? And that was like, oh, that's for the fans, but we're never going to see it. Yeah. Oh, it's, you think we would actually, you know, put his comic book costume in here? <laughs> Get out of here. Um, they gave us a weak-ass fastball special. Didn't even call it a fastball special, which, you know, and they didn't earn it. It pissed me off. Uh, all right, so y'all like Hugh Jackman? Here's the thing. I like Hugh Jackman. I thought hey. Hugh Jackman did a good job as Wolverine. I don't think Hugh Jackman should have ever been cast as Wolverine. I, I agree with that statement. I think he did great. Yeah. He wasn't the right body type, and nope. he never should have been considered in the first place. He just happened to do a good job. Also, Wolverine's like a ninja, and all of Hugh Jackman's fighting is just like, ah, Ah, oh, no type of ninja stuff. He, Wolverine is supposed to be like five foot one. He's supposed yep. to be like this and, grunt, and wide. just like this surly, grunt, old, nasty looking fucking person with just this nasty guy. Then I'm put, still mad that they had him stabbing the rice in uh, uh, the Wolverine um, with his chopsticks because that is a big fat no-no. Oh, they don't rice. care about being culturally they right. They don't care about that. She oh. calls him on it. They knew it was a problem because in the movie she calls him on it and he still did it anyway. And that doesn't match Wolverine who actually has respect for the samurai and ninja cultures. Yes, he does. But they don't care. But then you cast six foot three, beautiful jacked Hugh yes. Jackman. He stayed in shape though, even as he got old, like even as he was aging out, he, he kept himself go- he kept himself together, which is pretty, you know, I care that he cared. Um, the one thing they got right, Charles Xavier's a dick, so he's a dick in the comic books. They got that okay. part right. Um, I said these films Probably wasted Ian McClellan and Patrick Stewart. Just wasted them. They were pointless. Um, how many times does both Fassbender and Ian McKellen have to do that? You were right, Charles. You're wrong, Charles. You were right, Charles. You're wrong, Charles. <laughs> like every movie. Every movie. <laughs> Every damn movie. Why is why is Angel Warren War- Worthington have no accent at all? Mother Angel. I fucking hate Angel. The best part of Angel in the e- X-Men cinematic universe is him dying. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's some Angel. harsh words I, for Angel. I hate Angel as a character. And what they did, oh, both presentations of him. Come on. My also, boy. wait, okay, so X3 is in the same universe as, as Apocalypse, okay. but he's a 1980s curly hair mullet situation, and then he's a fucking kid, teenager, basically. Yes. You know and, what? Fuck this order, order, like going to order shit. We're just going to talk about shit. So, I'm sorry. No, no, that's that's much better. So let's just get to that right now. Mike, are you still here? Because you've been yeah, awfully I'm still quiet. Here. So let's get to this timeline, okay? We tried to talk about it a little bit on the show yesterday, but 
I didn't really get a chance to explain this. So let's let's just go through this timeline. So in the chrono in the war in real life, you have X one, X two, X three, first class, Days of Future Past, Apocalypse, and then now Dark Phoenix, right? But in the X Men timeline, what happened was they did the first three movies, right? And then they brought in Vaughn, um what's his name? Um what's my guy's name? The only person who did a decent job. Uh, hold on, I'll tell you. Matthew Vaughn, yeah. They brought in Matthew Vaughn to do X-Men First Class, right? I'm pretty sure they had the idea of that being a reboot. And I was like, all right, they're going to do a reboot. They're going to put it back in the 60s like the real X-Men started, and they're going to do a reboot, right? Mm-hmm. And then the next movie is Days of Future Past. And what do you see as soon as the movie comes on? Charles Xavier's ass rolling mm-hmm. in his goddamn wheelchair after he'd been killed by Jean Grey. I was gonna that's that's what I showed you yesterday. But don't you remember the end scene? The end the end credit scene shows him in the body of the comatose man who'd been born comatose. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. So Did you watch it today? I remember. Yes. No, the post credit scene of that movie is Magneto playing chess as like a older no, no. man. That's one of the post credit scenes. The la- the very very, the very last, last one. One is uh, is Moira, the doctor Moira walks into the Was she Moira in that one? No, yeah. what's her name? Hello Moira. She was Moira too. Goddamn. Um, so she walks into the room and he's he's inside the body of the comatose dude. So You're the right. problem we have there is not just that he implanted his fucking consciousness into the body of someone else, it's that he eventually reforms his body into Patrick Stewart. How do you do that? D- is that a power we just do now? The dog Phoenix. No. How did Magneto get his powers back? Um, how about that? That the, that the, You're not the only one with gifts. That's the, <laughs> we're just assuming that the humans weren't able to synthesize his uh, that little kid, blockhead. What's his name? Um, yeah, but it was working it. on everybody else. And Wolverine stuck him with three of them. Not one. Three needles. They don't explain it, but to be able to ex- to just deal with it and move on, you have to just decide that either the medication wasn't working because humans created it and didn't know what the fuck they were doing and that it was a temporary thing because that means eventually Rogue gets to get her powers back, which, I mean, I think they did Rogue a disservice too. Have um, you ever seen the Rogue cut of Days of Future Past? I didn't, and I I didn't realize it until after I had rented Days of Future Past for this one. I was like, "Fuck! I should have I should have rented that version." So I haven't seen it. No. By the way, somehow Days of Future Past is at ninety fucking percent on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> because it's a good movie. It's I not think a good movie. Wanted it so bad, movie. they were willing to just cape for it. All right, so... And believe me, I wanted it so bad. It's one of my favorite books, and it was one of my favorite episodes multiple episodes of the fucking am- animated uh series i watch it i watch it at least once a year but <sighs> so let's bring mike into this so mike come on mike um uh, let me ask you a question he'll be like me he'll be ready to talk about michael fassbender no, <laughs> i love he's michael fassbender mike, let me ask yes! you a question. probably for different reasons than you do but <laughs> nope mike don't do it <laughs> let me ask you a question mike um can you please explain to the people what Kitty Pryde's powers are? Oh. Uh, well, <laughs> she can run through some walls, mm-hmm. and that's it. 
So nope. can you please explain to me how she was able to send Wolverine's consciousness and Bishop's <laughs> consciousness back in time to specific uh, times? Because exactly. in that movie, oh she has gosh. some other powers, too. So when did she get those powers? Because we saw her in X3 and all she could do was <laughs> face. That was a long time ago. <laughs> she grew. <laughs> she grew. And so where what also, what source material did they get this mysterious what powers for her? What period is that supposed to be So in? that like, is 2023. That dark future, that's supposed to be 2023. 2023? Yeah, 2023. So again, she's another one who seems to have not aged. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, okay. See, I didn't read any of the comic books, so the powers they showed Kitty Pride having in the movie, that's not in the book? No, all she can do is phase through walls and phase other people that's through stuff. That's what I thought on the new X-Men show that they had, the other cartoon. That's all she did was phase through walls. Mm-hmm. So the whole premise of this movie is based on powers that the character doesn't even have. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> let me ask you a question. How how come Wolverine's body... So Wolverine's powers is his body can regenerate, right? Yes. So Kitty Pryce said, I can't send anybody back that far because it it will tear their consciousness apart correct yeah so you're telling me wolverine's consciousness can regenerate of course it can why would it not his consciousness yeah why not (laughs) his conscious not his brain mike his conscious we're talking about a movie where an (laughs) old dude lifted a stadium yeah, because he, but it was full of metal though. That's not the same thing. That's not the same thing at all. That, okay, so all right, so for the book readers, is that that premise is not in the book either? I just want to be clear. No, that's not in the book at all. Oh God! So is the cartoon closer about, to it? Can we get into the bishop thing? Oh yeah, let's talk, uh, go ahead and talk about bishop. Why was bishop not? Was he black? He is black. He was. Yeah, he, he is was. black, and they had the French actor whose name escapes me at the moment playing him. But that nigga started the movie, and was not a part of the whole rest of the fucking movie. And then at the very end, he's like, "Yeah," and that was Bishop. That was fucking Days of Future Past Bishop. Mm-hmm. Bishop, you know, you know, Bishop is a time traveling X Men, right? That's, That's his, his gimmick. Thing. That's his thing. So, why couldn't Bishop be the one that gets them back in time? Because, you know, that's his thing. That's his thing. That's that's his thing. And they they start the movie off with she is sending him. I mean, if we're going to still go with the whole Kitty Pride, Mm -hmm. what you can do. Kitty Pride is sending Bishop. She's protecting Bishop through those walls. She lays Bishop down. She sends Bishop back or forward or whatever the fuck they're doing. How did he just drop out of the conversation when we get back with all the old ass X-Men and be like, hey, you know this nigga who's been time traveling for us? Uh, He can't go back to the 60s? Well, because, you know, like they said in the movie, with Kitty's new powers, like if she sent you way back, she would stretch out his brain. And the only person that could take the stretching out of the brain is Wolverine because he regenerates. But he's a time traveler. That's his, I'm only, I'm only telling you the premise the of the movie. I'm not saying it makes sense. Mike, let me ask you another question since you're a Days of Future Past apologist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Who's apologizing? I just want more wangers on the glass. No, not you. Mike is an apologist. Oh, oh. So, Mike, um, mm-hmm. 
So Wolverine, so Kenny Pryor was sending Wolverine back in time. So his consciousness was put back into his 1973 body, correct? Right. And so in the future, he was asleep, essentially, while they were sending him back in time when all that shit was going down with the Super Sentinels and what have you, right? Uh-huh. So at the end of the movie, when they fix time and he goes back to the future, why did he look at Storm and was surprised she was alive when Storm died when his consciousness was in the 70s. Wait, what are you talking about? So Storm died protecting, you know, at the end of the movie, like when when the Sentinels took over and they were killing everybody and they were just about to kill Wolverine and then Magneto, you know, they did the thing and they reset time. Oh, yeah. So every, so all those people died when Wolverine wasn't there. His mind wasn't there. So how did he know that Storm died when they reset time? Oh, I don't think he he knew that she died. He I think he know. was just shocked to be back in the no, past. No, 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 no. He looked at her. He goes, "Storm, you're alive. Like you're alive, like that." Well, yeah. you could try just trying to make it work. You could try to argue that he is remembering the future being dark, and he's now back in the X Men mansion, and he's like, "What the fuck? You're alive? Like we did we do it?" See, that's so what that's I what would, I'm that's hoping what I they say. meant. That's what I'm hoping they meant, but I don't, you know, they failed. In so that. why didn't he do that with all the other characters that died, like Iceman and Kitty and all the other ones that because were in there? Because he didn't have time. time. He only had to get the big three, so he just had to see Kitty in the, you know, teaching along with, um, who was she with? Kitty was with uh, Colossus. And then looking down the hallway, Bobby and Rogue are back together and they're down the hallway. And he didn't look so surprised seeing any up. of them. He didn't look surprised at all. Nah, he was surprised. He's no, a he smart wasn't. guy. He caught on. He got it. He got it. He Stephanie, got can you talk about how they wasted Peter Dinklage in this movie? Um, Lord Tyrion was wasted. Uh, no, oh, I wait. Let me tell you something about Peter Dinklage. I have a very weird crush on him, so I always know when he's. Why somewhere. is it weird? Because he's little, or because? Um, because when I say that, that well, it is because because he's a little person. When I say, "Oh my God, he's so fine," people look at me like, "What?" I'm like, "Are you looking at his face? <laughs> Are you looking at his face?" Because I'm can looking I, at his goddamn Can face. I drop a note real fast about Trask? Yes. Wasn't he black? Yes, I was going to get to that. I was going to get to that. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> So you asked me about Peter Dinklage, and so let me just tell you, he eats up the scenery when in every scene he's in, and he was a total waste. And I thought his line about the Sentinels was stupid. That whole premise of the Sentinels is stupid. It's just dumb. They it had, didn't work. By the way, Bill was Duke stupid. was trash. Trash in X three. The great Bill Duke was trash. What was he again? Bill Duke was the you know old black man from Black Lightning when we was watching it. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. What was his character in X? He was Peter Dinklage. So uh, this is supposed uh, yeah. to be the same yeah. timeline, yeah. Mike. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's so what I'm saying. Somehow from 1973 until 2006, Trask went from a little person that's white to an old black man. Can you explain that to me, Mike? I didn't even know he was in that other movie. <laughs> I did not catch that. Um, therefore, I have. I did not catch that. He was like, "Oh, oh my god!" Oh I my have god. a very trash ass way to explain. Now they tried to exp- maybe Sir Ryan is about to say the same thing, but they tried to. They never gave him a first name. 
in X Men Last Stand. He was just Trask. Oh, advisor to the president. So technically, you could say, you know, maybe like the Trask and maybe uh, Boulevard Trask is brother or sister married a black man or, you know, something. And then that's or like my last name that I was born with is Franklin. And when people say, are you related to Benjamin Franklin? I say only if his family owned my family. Oh, that's a great answer. That's a great answer. Excellent answer. Um, I love making people uncomfortable with that one. Charmaine, what did you think about how they showed Quicksilver's powers? Uh, I always I like think that. it's cute. I, I think it's cute. And actually, uh, I actually like this Quicksilver. Well, I like this Quicksilver better than the one that they have in the Marvel. Uh, well, obviously, they didn't use him for very long either. Um, I think it was cute the way they did it. And it gave us a little bit of fun. And they played some sometimes dope music when he was doing what he was doing. I think that they stretched it out way too long. Not just the slow-mo, but like how long he takes to move a bullet out of the way or put a fist in someone's face. Like I think the scenes are too long because they do it also in Apocalypse. Um, I don't think everything needs to be a, a joke while he's doing it, especially no, if he's just, like in the middle of That's how fast he is. I understand how fast he is, but I think that they, like, we get it. You've showed us enough. You don't have to take 15 minutes out of both of those movies. That's my own, that's that's my beef about it, is how long they do the gags and how often they repeat the same gags. Moving a bullet. Doing this. Can I ask you a question? If Quicksilver is that fast, right, that he literally stops time and can, like, move water and move bullets and put people in places and do jokes and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. When, when Xavier and Char, I mean, when Xavier and Eric and and Wolverine and them go to Washington D.C., why didn't they take Quicksilver with them when they needed to break into something and stop something? Because they don't like nice things. They don't want nice things. <laughs> okay, I'll just ask. You. I'm sorry, but I, I, I will questions. say, Evan Peters, Evan Peters is a highlight for the new X Men movies. I just like him. I think he's funny. Yeah, I like him too. I think um, he's funny. Yeah. Mike, can I ask you a question? Do you remember a scene where Magneto showed up in Mystique in the White House, and um, Mystique runs and jumps out the window, right? And they shot the bullet. Yeah. The guy shot the bullet, and at Mystique, but she had, she had, he had already she had already jumped out the window, right? Yeah. Magneto was <laughs> all the way on the other side of the room. He could not see out the window. Now, I agree. He can control a bullet. How did he know where um, Mystique was in relation to that bullet and able to put that bullet right into her leg when he could not see either the bullet or her? That is an excellent question. <clears throat> because he <laughs> is, he uh, he has, now he's not the only one with powers. Mm-hmm. So, that you, so you have no answer. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, I just wanted to make sure, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I just didn't know. It's going to be your job to defend the hell out of this movie since you like it so much, Mike. Ooh, I guess. So I the whole thing in all the X movies is Wolverine always comes and attacks Magneto, right? And because he has Mag- uh, adamantium in his body, Magneto just flicks him aside every time. Just whips his He ass. needs to stop trying. Every time. So in Days of Future Past, he don't have the adamantium yet. He's still bone Wolverine, right? So you think he can get to Magneto? Then what do they do? 
they attached some metal to him <laughs> and drained him in the water. Now, now, I got another question for all three of you. Oh my god! I got another question for all three of you. Now, we can admit that Wolverine can regenerate his body, right? Yes. And so, you're telling me he can regenerate air? Basically, what? he has what? to be he has to be in a constant circle of dying, re- coming back, dying, coming back, dying, coming, or I, I guess getting as, to the the like, precipice of death. I view that as his lungs like take in too much water and then they heal and then he just does it all over okay. again until Healing, someone gets him out. But where is the oxygen coming from to replenish? I think it's just like he's not water. getting any, but it's damaging his brain and so normally a normal person has... would die, but as the as the lack of oxygen is damaging his brain and his body, his body's healing himself, so he's just in a constant state of torture until torture. someone pulls him out. That's what I would say. Yes, but where's the oxygen coming from? No, you don't need like a normal person it's would die. Magic. But but Wolverine is taking all the like I think he's not getting it, so his body is going through this horrible, horrible feeling. But it will never be relieved until he's out of the water. But he also won't die because his, every anytime his body is damaged, it's just gonna heal. Whether it's like you know, like the brain damage from lack of air or his lungs overexpanding, it's just gonna heal. But he'll still feel it, so it suck. Also, can somebody explain to me how it was uh, Mystique <sighs> as Striker? Oh yes, yeah, pulled thank him you. out of the water. Yes. Thank you. Go ahead, Charmaine. Striker's body, but Mystique's yellow eyes pull Wolverine out of the water, and yet, flash forward to Apocalypse, why is Wolverine with Weapon X as Weapon X? Because Mystique sent him to Weapon X in this movie universe. Does that make sense? I have that in big capital letters right here. Big capital letters. What was her purpose, though? To be blue. I'm blue, double, see, like They put her on a path with the Jennifer Lawrence version of her. They put her on a path to like try to save um, mutants by any means necessary. Can I can I say that she is a low light? Who? <laughs> Who's a low light? Jennifer Lawrence. Oh, you mean you she mean, is who? You mean Jennifer? I really try. To like her as an actress, I just like her as a fun, drunk white girl at the party. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You mean Jennifer Lawrence in X Men Apocalypse, who's supposed to be a mutant hero, who has blue skin, who is in the movie in her white girl form ninety eight percent of the time, including in the X, including in Professor Xavier's school when she's around other mutants. Yeah, that. that uh, Jennifer Lawrence that. doesn't like to wear the paint. Then get a fucking different actress. Fuck that. Because he was making her sick. And so Rebecca Romaine said she got she, she had like allergic reactions to her the paint or something. It made her sick. I will say I do love Rebecca Romaine as Mystique though. I think her Agreed. Mystique was I agree. Great. Great. So so Jennifer Lawrence started as Mystique in X Men First Class, right? <laughs> so you've had how many movies to get a different type of paint that doesn't make her sick? Right. And then they wait till Dark Phoenix and make her a lighter shade. I mean, okay, so I don't know how mutant skin is. I can only assume she stayed out of the sun because that's why I'm so pale right now. It's been gloomy here in LA. Just do blue mutants get that light? That's an excellent question, Charmaine. You are a very astute 
movie. Can girl. I ask why, like her, like her, I guess her skin. I don't want to say scales because I'm not exactly sure, but why they look different in every movie? Hmm, another excellent. I know question, it's Stephanie. it's like they change it like it's it a superhero like, suit. That is like, a fantastic question. Like, watch watch also, the first X Men and look at Rebecca Romaine and her body. Hey, how who's come? Rebecca Romaine? Shut oh, up, M Buddha. Get it from context. <laughs> Rebecca Romaine Stamos. She was Mystique in the original X-Men movies. Context. Fair enough. And she was naked. Listen, listen. That's what I was about to say. Rebecca Romaine Stamos. Full-ass blue pussy. Kicking up in the air and everything like that. Jennifer Lawrence. Fucking pants because she kicks up like that. Puts someone, chokes somebody out against a wall with her full leg up in the air. Pants. You gonna tell me they don't have blue pussy? Excellent point. Um, so I got a question, Stephanie, for you. Um, in a Mex- in X Men Apocalypse, um, they go to a school, right? And the bully is picking on Scott, right? So he's picking on him and picking on him and picking on him, and he's in the bathroom. He's like, "I'm gonna kick your ass! I'm gonna kick your ass!" He's angry, and so Scott is angry and scared and emotional, and his X Men po- and his optic blast powers are developing. And he opens his eyes and just lets out a big-ass blast of optic ray, right? Mm-hmm. And all that did was push the kid into the wall and made him shake his head a little bit, and he got up. Um, But not, like, melt him like butter? But, like you know, else. ten minutes later in the movie, when he opens his eyes at Professor Xavier's house, it burns a hole through a fucking tree. Mm-hmm. Yep, nope. And he wasn't even angry then. He wasn't mad. He wasn't uncontrollable. He was doing that on his own. Mm-hmm. That makes, you know, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I thought Warren, Warren Warrington, Worthington, uh, Aaron, uh, Angel, was a teenager in 2006. Yep. When X3 came out. I thought he was a teenager. But, yep. You know, I could be you, know all you, you know what? You know what you're doing, sir. You know goddamn well that none of these <laughs> questions got fucking answers because the shit don't add up. The math ain't math, and we know about this. Um, Can we talk? Okay. Can I ask a question about X2? Absolutely. Because I honestly think that's one of the better ones, mostly, mm-hmm. if not chiefly, because of the intro. With Nightcrawler. Oh, that's awesome. It's, it's like that literally is the best. It's like that is the best. And I really liked <laughs> him. And I think was it Alan Cummings? Alan Cummings, yeah. I haven't yeah. watched I haven't watched X two in a while. He long is time. Li- he I liked his Nightcrawler, not this new young Nightcrawler. I I, I don't really like him. He's I wanna punch him and then throw him in a locker. Ooh. I just wanna be <laughs> I just want to be mean to him. I'm like, I don't like you. I just want to be mean to you. Okay, I have something good to say. I got something okay. good to say. Oh. The Magneto scene in The Force in X-Men Apocalypse is awesome. Michael Fassbender was acting his ass off in that scene. He was, But not showing acting. us his wonder. <laughs> Michael, Michael Fassbender is rarely cheesy or bad in these movies. He's only ever been a victim of bad writing. He, yeah, yes. he, he's do, yes. he's doing the best with what he has, I think that, but like, I mean, he's one of the few men who have a single eye tear situation. 
you feel right. like you know everything he's feeling. Like when he yes. when when he loses his family and he takes that necklace and just all the way. Although I'm not quite sure how a necklace going through everybody's neck is enough, but okay, fine. Uh, but when he's in that moment, I'm I'm here for it. He's he's talented. He does he does the most with a lot with the little. Uh, X Men Apocalypse uh, touted before the movie, and they were prancing them around everywhere. That they had these three women of color in the film. Alexandra Ship as Storm, Lana Condor as Jubilee, and Olivia Mum as Psylocke, right? Hey, you know, now that I think of it, did Jubilee ever do anything? No, you never once see her powers. They had six combined lines in the entire movie. And she never did anything? No, she just rode in the car. Yeah, Jubilee didn't do anything. She had no significance. uh, Psylocke... Of all the mutants that she's bringing Apocalypse to, she chooses Angel, so already got to dismiss her there. Um, but yeah, she she's a henchman. She don't speak. She don't need to And speak. here it is that Olivia Mum passed up on Deadpool to do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like, ah, it's just, I just didn't want to be the girlfriend part. I'm like, I feel like you lost in this deal. Listen she to lost. this cast. They had James McAvoy this is Apocalypse. James McElroy, Michael Fassbender, Jennifer Lawrence. So you say what you want. She's a big name and actress. Nicholas uh, Holt, Oscar Isaac, Evan Peters, Sophie Turner, uh, Olivia Mum, and they literally had Oscar Isaac as Ivan um, Ooze Apocalypse. Uh, um, <laughs> um, um, I am mad again i'm mad again <laughs> about that apocalypse i am like oh my god best villain in the series can't wait to look at him and then we got ivan ooze i'm waiting for like the power rangers to show up with their megazords and tear up the city <laughs> but oh no we got this shit i'm like who the fuck is this what is this <laughs> What? Why are you? Why are you this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been um, Mike, can you can you explain to the people where Apocalypse got his uh, futuristic cosmic armor from back in the Egyptian days? From the Egyptians. <laughs> <laughs> from Nefertiti. Uh, from Anaxunamun. Pick one of them. Anaxunamun. <laughs> deep cut. <laughs> deep cut. I just just had a question. Can you explain that, please, Mike? I I, I honestly, I think what Steph said was was accurate. Um, I'm going to go with that. (laughs) Imhotep. He got the Book of the Dead. Honestly, though, it's probably it's probably like I kind of thought it was just like some adamantium stuff that he just kind of brought up from the ground and well, in the comic books, it's from Celestials, but you know, why? Why? Like aliens? Mm-hmm. Everything's alien. Oh, why can't we? Alien. Why can't we get aliens? What? What's wrong with y'all? You mean, why can't X Men go in space? I think we're gonna get it tomorrow. We'll see. Oh fuck this! So, Age of Apocalypse is a very long storyline, very popular storyline in the history. Um, so they turn. The Archangel turn in the comic books is very great storytelling. It's this big deal thing that, that Warren has to deal with and this fight within him. And they just turn him into Archangel in like 30 seconds. 
the wackest. You're Archangel now. With a mullet. Oh. He had a greatest American hero mullet. Am yep. I the oldest one here that ever, nobody knows of the greatest yeah, American hero? Old lady. Believe it or not, I'm not I'm it. I never thought I could be so free. free. Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I know I'm the oldest one here. But you, you should know this song if you watch the 40 year old version. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's true. See? So, Stephanie and if you Charmaine. watch it on Amazon Prime, OMG. It's the uncut one, right? Oh my gosh, TV was so racist. Like, you think it's racist now? Oh Chilean. my goodness. <laughs> so racist back then. So racist back then. All right, because I don't want to. White eat. dude code switching to, as a teacher, like talking white to the white kids and then turn into a black kid and be like, you feel me? and Or whatever. Oh, they, that's they, awesome. They I need to see that. 80s. What? It's on Amazon Prime. Watch at least the first episode of American Greatest American Hero. It's like three hours long. I don't even know how because it was a regular TV show that I used to watch every week. All right, but so whatever. We're going to get out of here in the next five to ten minutes so I don't keep my friends up too late. Uh, Stephanie and Charmaine, the people who watched the X-Men uh, animated show from the early 90s, um, I have a question. <laughs> How come in X-Men Apocalypse, Apocalypse only grows in a dream sequence when he's fighting Xavier and not in real life? I'm saying. Because they I don't like nice that. things. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Like, what the fuck is this? How can he... Oh, and also... Okay. So not only do we only get Apocalypse in his ultimate form in a dream sequence, uh, he has to try to pull a, a Hulk smash situation with Loki, Professor Xavier, and G somehow has perfect hair and makeup in entering the dream sequence and re- realizing her power. Um, and... This is where Charles decides to unleash her, knowing that it's going to be a problem. With I don't know. I got. I, I, everybody I, sees the big giant fucking phoenix when she's in the air. Everyone there. You can see sees it, it from the back and the front. She already has phoenix powers in this universe. She doesn't have to go to space to get them. Mm-hmm. And she already had them. Uh, so this is that was 1983. Uh, X Men Last Stand was 2006. So 23 years earlier. Mm. Was the first time you all saw her Phoenix powers? Okay, just, just, just for the record. So, unless you're gonna try to convince us that she just naturally has this Phoenix thing, but that the space Phoenix force is something is force and not Phoenix, and it just yo watch makes- this movie tomorrow be the best one. I don't no. think it's... Uh, that seventeen percent on Rotten Tomatoes Mm-mm. is not helping. Oh. <laughs> it has, I didn't know that it has seventeen. There's no 17. way you can do this movie in a movie. It needs to be multiple movie. movies. Why do they never do this as a trilogy? Oh, that's an excellent, excellent, excellent question. Wait, what, didn't they have <laughs> trilogies? I mean, obviously, if you look Do at you the, the know two many... trilogies... It's because it's a female-led trilogy, right? Like a female-led superhero or super anti-hero villain slash whatever the fuck. It wouldn't even be that. Do you know... Do you, would, you, would you all like to know how many issues the Dark Phoenix and Phoenix Saga is in the comic books? Two. 44. What? It's... 
it's a whole damn it's a whole cycle of life over so many much years. stuff happens yeah you have the phoenix saga then you have other shit happens then you then you have the x-men breaking apart and then they thinking they're dead and then xavier going into space with the shiar and then that's how they end up getting in space anyway and then she gets hit with it trying to save the x-men and then she has the phoenix force but she doesn't she's trying to hold it back and then because then she meets the stranger. I mean, not the stranger. Then she meets Mastermind, and Mastermind tricks her into going to this. Like she thinks she's in like this different time, and so she lets down her guard. And when she lets down her guard, that's when the Dark Phoenix Force takes over. And then that's when she goes full Dark Phoenix. But you know, they're gonna do all that in an hour and fifty minutes. Oh my god. All right, so let's ask, do some rapid fire before we get out of here. Um, out of not just the ones we watched, and I'm not including Deadpool um, in this. Uh, Charmaine, what is your favorite X-Men movie in the Fox universe, and what is your least favorite? See, I haven't seen the ones, like I haven't seen X-Men or X2 in a while. Um, just say I, X2. Uh, yeah, like I guess... <laughs> Because I don't really remember, uh, but I will say, I mean, I know I think Brandon, you're you're against this, right? I liked Logan, but I do think of it as a separate thing. I think Logan is a very well done movie. It's I a, just it's a film. Yes, yeah. yeah I well hate Logan film. more yeah. than I hate X Men Origins. But it's a wow. shitty, it's a shitty X Men film. Again, okay, not that we talk yeah, about no, Logan, I, I, Logan I, in this, yeah. but Logan is you know Logan's supposed to be in the same universe too, right? Right. Like it's supposed to be in the same timeline. So my question is, um, what the hell they happened to all the again? mutants? Yeah, where? Yeah, did Order sixty six come in across fandoms and just? You told me that Days of Future Past fixed everything. You know, Logan takes place six years after. So you know when you know when Wolverine goes back into the future after at the end of Days of Future Past, like when he sees Gene and everybody. Yeah. Logan takes place six years after that. Really? Yes. That, I did, what? That's that's rough. All right, that's rough. I mean, okay. So I'll say like my least favorite, and it's mostly because of the heartbreak scenario of it, is because I had such high hopes for Days of Future Past because because it is one of my favorite series. Um, I'm gonna go with that being my least favorite. I do think there's worse movies, but I think that one broke my heart the most. I agree. So I mean, so. Stephanie, same question to you. The best for me is X2. It should be everyone's answer. The worst is... Whew, it's a big tie between the first Wolverine it's and... Oh, yeah, Origins is terrible. Oh, oh yeah, Wolverine Origins. The fucking worst. I like Origins better than Logan. Um, they're both trash. Um, Logan is a very... I agree. Logan is a really good movie, but as an X-Men movie, it's like, what the hell is this? Um... And it's so Wolverine Origins, the first one, and the second one. They're both terrible. Mike, what about you? My favorite one is a tie between X2 and Days of Future Past because I like Days of Future Past. Yes! Even after everything that I asked you that you had no answer for. Yes! Wanger on the glass! Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What movie are you talking about? She's talking about you. You just put your winger on the glass with that statement. That's what she's I, saying. I really wasn't. I was really thinking about Michael Fassbender's dick. Oh. <laughs> I 
I thought you were just like, Annie up, nigga. Next week, Stephanie and I will be starting our own podcast. Wangers on the glass. Can I be on it and just react to things? Yes, you can. Do it. Do it. You're really funny. What a trio that would be. <laughs> yeah, that would be true. So, is everybody watching Dark Phoenix this weekend? Yeah, I will be. I don't. I honestly don't want to, but I'm doing it for you. So, so I see it tomorrow at seven. I get off at four. I'm really thinking about trying to come home and get drunk. Oh wow! No, 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 no. What you gotta do is is get drunk before you go. That's what I just said. That's what he just. Oh, said. You, I th- you said when you come. Oh, I thought you meant when you come no, home. From come the home movie. from work. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. No, I'm gonna do the same thing for sure. I, w- I was trying I to told my sister. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was going to say, I told my sister, you're driving, and I'm going to have a few shots, and you're going to go see this movie with me. Nice. Like, Is it a good movie? I said, nah, you're going to hate it, but it's okay. Okay. All right. Uh, Steph, are you going to go see it and be on our review? I am. I, one of my really good girlfriends, she had messaged me because she really likes these movies. She's like, I got tickets for Thursday at 7. I'm like, okay, I'm going. I'm like, I. I, I get it. Everybody has their vice. She really likes these movies. I am someone who loves the Terminator movies. So, you know, Those I are good get movie. Well, some wait, of wait, them wait, wait, some wait, 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 wait. Even like four and five Terminator or like. I saw I'm them. Sure. I didn't say they were great. I'm just saying you give me an Arnold movie and a Terminator and a cyborg and Linda Carter is coming and back. Fuck this. L- Linda Fuck Hamilton's God. arms. She got, she's Sarah still Carter in the old lady is, version of them. She still got them. I'm what, I can't wait for them to try to make this make sense because I am confusion. Well, see, I didn't watch the Daenerys Stormborn ter- uh, Terminator. I barely remember Salvation. So, and I did not like T3. So I'm going from one, two to whatever oh, number this do is. Do that, Brandon. We got to revisit Terminator. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Oh, see, that'd be a cool retro review. I like Terminator. See, see, I'm in. I'm like Sarah Carter. Hell yeah, I'm in. She back. And peace, Kyle. I'm dead, apparently, because she was dead in T3. But whatever. You know, we don't. You know what? This don't need to make no sense. It's big old robots like con- disguised as people. We don't need this to make sense, folks. <laughs> so the angry I've ever been in a movie theater is when I watched X-Men Apocalypse. <laughs> and I think I had a screener for it. And I was at, it was a fan screener. Uh, and I was at the screener. And um, at the end of the movie, people stood up and gave it a standing ovation. And I oh, literally yeah. wanted to, like, slash everyone's throats in that theater. <gasps> I had never been that angry in my entire life. And I, I, I remember myself saying, what the hell did y'all watch? And I got up and walked out. <laughs> Did you didn't even stay till the end credits? No, I actually, you know what? I didn't. I just saw the end credits scene for the first time when I rewatched it. I had never seen it before. Oh, no, that's I the last that. thing. Wait, what is it? I totally forgot. Oh, they they um they tease X three. I mean X twenty three. Oh yeah, that's right. Let me. I okay. didn't watch it this time because I was like, ugh. But this yeah, uh, this right. is the last thing I'll say, and then we can get out of here. The second most infuriated moment in the history of X-Men is the fact that in the X-Men apocalypse, they go to the danger room. So they go to the danger room 
which is a huge part of X-Men comics. Which I That's was what like, I was going to say. I yes, forgot. We get to Danger Sentinels? Room. Then they're all in their real uniforms. Cyclops in his uniform. Jeans are in their uniform. Nightcrawler's in his uniform. They're all in their uniforms. Storm, they all look fucking great. Quicksilver's got his whole uniform on. I'm like, this is awesome. Is this what we're... Mystique's in her uniform. I'm like, we're going to get this. Charles is in the back in his wheelchair with his bald head looking at there. I was like, we're getting this. We're getting this. And then I see the pictures of Dark Phoenix and none of them in those uniforms. None of them. None of oh, them. Oh, see, my beef was that in the in the danger of their actually... They just fought Apocalypse. And their training room is Sentinels? Well, nope. they always train against Sentinels. That's just their thing. That's but like... Oh, yeah. When are we going to see giant-sized pink and purple Sentinels the size of buildings? I guarantee you when Disney does their movie, we'll see that. I guarantee you. By the way, I heard a Disney executive... Uh, it was a story that came out today. And Marvel... Somebody from Marvel was like... Marvel Studios producer says, X-Men name is outdated. You know what that tells me? We don't want the stench of your fucking X-Men movies... So we may st- call the movie X Factor or Excalibur, which is like, okay, I'm in. Please, please do this. Even Except X-Men. they never refer to themselves as X-Men, so only in the labels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this one doesn't even have that label, so there's that. They said, uh, no, we're not doing this. And oh, also, that New Mutants movie, that's not coming out. Just so everybody knows. Sorry, old no, man Wade. No. I know... You you said that was the movie you were looking forward to most, and I kept roasting you, and on the DMs. But yeah, that movie's not coming out because it's trash. Sorry. Uh, er, anybody have anything else? Nope. Uh, oh wait, yes, I do. I do. Yes. Wangers on the glass. Okay, bye. <laughs> yes. Your wine. Stephanie girl. for the win. Boop, boop. All right, so. Make sure you go subscribe to the Mocha Menace podcast. Uh, make sure you go subscribe to Blur Comics and the Militantly Mix podcast. We got a bunch of shows coming out this week because we did a shitload of movie reviews and we still got a few more to do, hopefully yep. this weekend. So stay tuned to all that. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you later.